Glory be to Jesus. Today, the title of my homily is Many but One. Many but One. St. Paul, in the first reading today, tells us, using the analogy of the human body, that though we are many, we are one in Christ. Though we are of different races, though we are of different nationalities, though we are of different classes, yet we belong to the one family of humanity. And it is only when we come to appreciate recognize and accept this reality of our oneness in essence that will have the peaceful world, the happy society that we all dream and pray for. Dear friends in Christ, yes, there are inequalities of different kinds in the society and in our world. We are not of the same gender. There are inequalities in uh, the distribution of resources around the world. There are inequalities in the level of possession we have. There are inequalities in our intellectual capability. There are inequalities in the level of our beauty. There are also differences in our tribes, in our ethnicities, in our cultures. There are differences, there are variations across the globe with reference to race, with reference to level of development. These are all functional inequalities. Some are, if you like, inequalities in resources. But essentially speaking, we are one in God. There is no human being that is in essence greater than other. There is no human life that is more important than other. No, we all share in one essence the fact that we are created in the image and likeness of God. What then is the implication of this for our daily living? Simply, it is that we are called to prize above all the higher gifts, which is the gift of love hope and faith, and greatest of all these is the gift of love. We must learn to live loving one another, recognizing the fact that we are one in God. If you look at the human body, there is no part of the human body that will say I am more important than the other. Some may be more important by function, but none can do without the others. The brain may claim to be the most important, but the nose, as dirty as it may appear, without breathing in oxygen, the brain will be dead. The heart may think it is more important than other parts of the body, but without the veins, the blood-bearing vessels in the human body, the arteries and all of that, the heart will be useless. It will be dead. Without oxygen supplied to the heart, the heart will be useless. It will be dead. The hand, if it doesn't bring food to the mouth, the mouth will be useless. And so the analogy goes on. 
If the excretory system is not functional, no matter how well nourished the other parts of the body may be, the body will be sick and possibly die because this part of the body responsible for excretion that we may consider to be very, very dirty or less important has a vital role to play. Temple tells us that among all the offices in the body of Christ, the office of the apostles come first. This is, he is talking about functional inequality here. Not that the apostles in essence are greater than the prophets, than the teachers, than the pastors, but that by the function of their office, they have a place of supremacy, especially with reference to governing their entire body. Just as the head has that place of supremacy by function, not by essence, in governing the entire body, Jesus Christ, the head of the church, has that place of supremacy in governing the church as its head. But he has said we are his brothers and sisters. In other words, by in essence, we are his equals. That is why we are called co-heirs with him to the kingdom of God. How do you relate with your fellow human beings? Those you have advantage over. Do you recognize that the advantage position you are occupying today is meant to be at the service of the entire body? Do you utilize that advantage position you have over others for the good of all? Or are you using it to your own advantage? Are you a head of a family? Are you a wife in the family? Are you a child? Are you a help? Are you a worker? How do you relate? to those around you? And how do you use the resources at your disposal? Material resources, intellectual resources, the resources of office. How do you use this for the betterment of the entire human race, and particularly beginning from your immediate uh, circle of uh, influence? In Nigeria, for instance, when we look at ourselves, we recognize our oneness as a people of the same nation. Now, this for the fact that we are still within the same geographical entity recognized as a country. Are we carried away by this mentality of uh, minority tribes and the majority tribes? Any group that is referred to as majority is solely by the function of number, its numerical uh, inequality. It has nothing to do with our essence as human beings. Every one of us is equally a citizen of the nation and should be participatory in the life of the nation like any other person and should also have the right to enjoy the benefits of the resources of the nation. If you find yourself in leadership position, you are there even though you have advantage position over others to serve the common good of all. You are not there for your selfish interest. You are not there to promote the interest of your family, to promote the interest of your tribe or your section or region. We must learn to go beyond the politics of region and tribe in our nation in order to bring about the salvation of our nation. Look at Jesus in the gospel today. Upon encountering this woman, this widow in name, whose only son died, he intervened. Why did he intervene? Perhaps he was moved with compassion because the entire city was gathered around this woman. The Bible says the whole people were with this woman. The entire city, they were united as one. This woman, a widow, especially in the time of Jesus, who have no say in the society, 
But because of their unity informed by love for one another, Jesus restored her son back to life. We need to be one in Christ. We need to be united in love. We need to be united in godly values for our world to be salvaged. God is ever ready to heal our world. He's ever ready to heal our land. He's ever ready to bless us. But only when we come together as families, only when we come together as nations, only when we come together as humanity, recognizing our oneness instead of exploiting, like the Western world often accused of inciting crises in different parts of Africa in order to steal their resources. How long will that last? It will only last for a time. A time will come, Africa will rise. We therefore encourage one of us that we need to come together to work for the common good of the human race, beginning from our families and to the larger units of the human society, to the point or the global level where we see all as one. Let us therefore dethrone the reign of racism, nepotism, the reign of man no man, and begin to work together as a single family, and God will indeed bless us, restoring the dead sons in our lives, in our homes, in our families, in our society. And the dead son that God needs to restore the most now is the son of peace, that there may be peace in homes, in families, in communities, in nations, and in our world, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.